Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Football is back, and Bet Online is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with all the up to the minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with Bet Online's real time updates on statistics, news, and odds. From week one all the way to the college football playoff and Super Bowl, Bet Online gives you access to the best football promotions and contests anywhere online. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's promo code BLEAV. Bet online where the game starts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals centric specific show where, of course, we talk about the Arizona Cardinals here in the Phoenix metropolitan area. I am one of your co hosts. I am Javon J. Love Adams. And with me is a man who played professional baseball and, you know, He's he's happy. This is his time of year for baseball, anyway. And he also played in the uh, National Football League on that first <laughs> Super Bowl bound team for the Atlanta Falcons. I'm talking about none other than Ed Easy Smith. What is good, my brother? Hey, man, creeping through this week and getting close to game day. And as you mentioned, yeah, some baseball going on. So it's good times around here. Yeah, indeed. Your man, just a quick, quick aside. Your man Tory Lavelle, he got pumped last night, man. He was, he was, he was screaming and shouting and cursing in a pot in in a in a happy way, you know, happy yeah. exultations and stuff. Hey, after that one sixty two, man, to get on to the next round, that's big. I mean, think about the teams that got through the one sixty two, and just like that, it's all over after you know after all this the the, the sweeps because everybody got swept in those series. So you know it can end real fast, and the move on is a big thing. You talk about going getting through that one sixty two. That's more of a marathon. It's I guess more of a maybe it's a ten k or a half marathon when it comes to the NFL. Seventeen weeks. It's a grind, but it goes but it goes in the blink of an eye. And there are expectations, especially when you break it down in quarters. And we just finished that first quarter of the season, even though there's seventeen games. Y'all feel me? Y'all get what I'm talking about here. And so one and three was not where we expected the uh, the Bengals to be. And one in three is not necessarily we we expected the Cardinals to be because we thought it might be worse than that, even though they sh- their, their record had the potential to be better based upon how they play. So we want to break down that matchup because the uh, Cincinnati Bengals are coming to uh, St- State Farm Stadium this weekend to play to take on the Cardinals. So uh, it's a it's a matchup of two one and three teams. And looking at the line, I saw a line n- minus three. Cardinals minus three. Now, wait, wait, I want to double check that because I looked at that just before we got on. So I want to double check. So this is checking in real time. So let's see here. No, no, no. So Bengals, Bengals minus three. Because one of the things you mentioned yeah. on Monday's show was was the, the fact we have talked about Will the Cardinals ever be favored in a game? And so they're not favored yet. So I want to break. I yeah. want to break this game down. Um, is it a must win for the Bengals? How will they respond? Want to look at kind of how we got here with these with both of these teams to so their one and three start. Um, and and you know how will the Cardinals win this game? And how will the Bengals win this game? And of course, give that prediction. So let's get into it. So the, is this a must win for the Bengals? Joe Burrow, when you look at the when you when you look at the the practice, he's not on the uh, the injury report at all. I don't know if that's a little bit of gamesmanship because I don't imagine that he's necessarily healthy. Does that stuff happen in the National Football League? A little bit of gamesmanship. 
Actually, I thought it was against the rules for players getting treatment or his drug. I thought they had to be on the uh, the injury report. And, they do. Yeah. But still. For some, yeah. For some, we all know he's hurt. So, you know, why, why he's not on there, I'm not sure. But we, you know, this is for the, the Cincinnati Bengals. This is, I won't say their season is teetering, but it, you know, at one in three, especially in that division, um, to, to fall to one in four, um, I don't think this is one that they can afford to lose. And at, at this point in the season, as crazy as it sounds, this is a must win for him, especially when you're talking about the opponent being the uh, Arizona Cardinals. Um, the, the, the tricky thing is the Cardinals are actually playing pretty good football right now. And I don't, I don't think the Cincinnati can come here taking them lightly, and I don't think they will take them lightly because I know how poorly they're playing. Is this a game, though, where the Cardinal or the the Bengals, do they get it, like kind of get on track this week? I'm not sure. This this seems like a uh, an odd match. One, we don't play each other very often. It's not a, right. it's an out-of-conference game. Um, it just it doesn't it doesn't you know feel right almost you know playing the Cincinnati Bengals but it's just there it's just there yeah it's just there so it's not a matchup like we can fall back on and say like it seems like every year we play the Detroit Lions or you know <laughs> so, I mean that's it's true. Like, that's it's true. like damn are you on a visit or what you know yeah, so, yeah. but you know it, it's definitely a for me it's definitely a must win and you would almost say should be a get right game for um Cincinnati but uh, I don't know it just feels odd for me so it's one thing for knuckleheads like us to say that it's a must win but if you're a player and you're saying it's a must win SB Nation uh had an article where where uh quoted uh Joe Burrow as saying that this is a must win and he feels healthy and of course saying you feel healthy though those are things that you want to say whether it's to whether it's for your to to pump yourself up or to give your teammates confidence or maybe maybe for your opponent to maybe think well he is healthy so maybe maybe we need to change our game plan but is it is does it matter if the player them if the players themselves are saying this is a must win not necessarily because every game is a must win you never think you know we're we don't have to win this game so for me this is almost a little bit of within that locker room. Because remember this too, Jay, when you come up with expectations like the Cincinnati did, mm-hmm. it won, it adds a little pressure to the to the pot. But it also, when it doesn't go the way it should right out the gate like this, that that like almost defeated mode starts to enter the, the clubhouse, the locker room. And attitudes start to change a little bit. The cockiness Ooh. goes away. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, Chase, um, all of a sudden now, uh, he's grumbling a little bit on the outside and everybody's a little discontent. And it can, like, the, the bitter taste can start to enter everybody's mouth. And then, you know, the talk of, uh, is there a head coach on the hot seat? All these conversations you never would have imagined in your wildest dreams at the start of the season. And here we are four games in and it's like, just like doomsday over there. So imagine you come out here and you lay another egg and you lose. All this does is pile on top. And, and as I mentioned for a team that had such high expectations, you had the, the Cincinnati Bengals were a lot of team, a lot of the, the talking heads, their Super Bowl pick. And you go from being Super Bowl pick to, you know, 
at one and say they lose this game one and four and they're already writing you off. This could be a long season. And then what happens? It just, you know, it just starts to snowball. So I'm a, you know, no such thing as that, you know, must we, we got to win this good. This is a damn thing they got to win though. So here's just throwing this out there. So if you look at the schedule, the upcoming schedule for the Cincinnati Bengals after, after playing the, uh, the Arizona Cardinals, they, they take on Seattle, but they're taking on Seattle at home. Uh, then they go, then they have their bye week and then it's San Francisco and Buffalo. So it's not, I mean, Seattle, I don't care. Seattle's, Seattle's defense is decent enough and they'll, they'll give it to you. Even if they got to go on the road, even if you're playing them at home, at, at your home, but that's, that's not an easy upcoming three games, even when you got the bye mixed in there. Absolutely. And then, you know, you start, you can't look ahead, but that's because we can look ahead because we're, we're, we're talking about, this, you know, right, you, right. you start adding those, Tough games on, you know, San Fran and, and, and as you mentioned, next thing you know, you're two and six or something like that. That is not, you know, every, everybody will say, well, last year, such and such. This is that, this isn't last year and you're not whatever other team that, you know, cause we always want to, you know, like the, the Lions per se, they start off one and six or one and seven, what it was last year and they made that run. Well, do you want to be making that run from one and seven? Go right ahead. Take that on. I'd rather be, you know, two and uh, six and two, uh, making a run than one and seven, you know, so uh, right now they got a lot of things they got to take care of and. They just haven't looked right, man. They, they, their pieces haven't looked right. Joe hasn't looked right. Um, the offensive line looks horrible. There are many ways that, um, I'm thinking this Cardinals team can attack them and, and, uh, try to, you know, come out with a victory here. Isn't, and the, the offensive line, that's been one of those things for Joe Burrow throughout his career through, I know it's still an early career, but that's one of the, been the question marks, right? Even with his success, there's still been some question marks about that offensive line. And the fact that that's still the case, that should be able to, that should be something that maybe the Cardinals will go after. Yeah. And every time you turn around, it's like, well, they went out like over the off season, they went out and they took care of that offensive line. So that's why this is going to be such a great season because, and then you're like, Ooh, what'd they do? That's like, you know, it, it still does not look right. And the fact that he's He's not mobile right now. He can't move. That's the biggest thing for me is he can't get out of trouble. So as of right now, every time he takes a snap, you know where he's going to be because he can't get, you can't uh, move with that calf. And that's the biggest problem for his offense line. The, the, the ability, what's lost in this is the ability to just slide and move and get up in the pocket and escape. That is so valuable for a quarterback. And he's not necessarily a mobile quarterback, but he's been so good with his feet that he's yeah. been able to avoid stuff. Right now he's like a sitting duck in the pocket though. And, and again, believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So looking at a little bit, of course, the, the head of the snake, if you will, looking at Joe Burrow and, and, if we're looking at the stars of a team, say if it's the star wide receiver, the star star tight end, or in this case the quarterback, if they're playing through injuries that maybe they they should throw raise their hand and say maybe it's better if I sit for a week to get better, is it okay to criticize those players that try to take one for the team and just play through, and then the play their play suffers quite possibly because their play suffers and then the team loses? Can you criticize a player? that is trying to just suck it up and just move forward when we're looking at a star player. 
Well, I wouldn't criticize the player because players are, you know, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. If you don't play, you know, it's like, well, you know, he just, it's always that he didn't go out there and, and, and do it. What I would say is this, sometime, just as we're parents, Jay, sometimes we have to look out for our kids because, because we know better. This might have been an organizational issue where they said, hey, Joe, we know you want to be out there, but. We're going to put you on the table for two or three weeks to let you get a hundred percent. Because if you go out there and do what you what was done so far, you're you know you're never going to get healthy throughout the season. Now the problem for the the, the Bengals, Jay, is that calf, and I'm not sure how bad it was because he hurt it right at the like the first couple of days of camp. That was in early August. And it seemed like, you know, three or four weeks, that's more than enough time to get it right. But obviously it wasn't. Now what do you do? If you There's no window to sit him now. If you sit him now, you're looking at four, five weeks, you know, for him to, to get fully healthy. And by then your season's over, even, you know, two or three weeks. So uh, the, the opportunity to to get him fully healthy would have been at the very beginning. Now you're you're on the treadmill. The only thing you do is finish out the run because, in my opinion, you know, at some point they might get to, you know, where it's, hey, it, the season is lost because we're so far behind. Uh, things aren't going well. We're going to sit you down. And it might be for a few weeks, and then you get to the point where we're not even bringing them back the rest of the season. That's where it was too early to say that because we're only in week four, but that's where it's eventually heading when you get to, you know, as you get further into the season, week eight, nine, 10, 11, and, you know, he's still hobbling around out there. So this is the time to sit him would have been early. I don't know what you do with, with that calf now. So let's look at how we got here with the Arizona Cardinals because it's again the the difference between again the the juxtaposition the compare and contrast between two one and three teams with the Arizona Cardinals we know they're one and three they've been in every game uh, for the most part they've been in every game except for that one against the uh, the Forty ers most recently but even that they were still we use we the the phrase that we use is they were competing so they 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 didn't give give up they it's it's feasible that they could be say a three and one. Is is going into that? Does the fact that you know that you've been in these games and your your team seems to be sticking together, and hopefully coaches are learning from maybe situations where they could have done better? Does that give this group of guys confidence coming into this game? Yeah, it's all about how you're playing. The the wins and losses will eventually start coming. If you ask me, as you add more talent to the roster and the coaches get a little more. Uh, you know, they get better at what they're doing, you know, game planning, making the adjustments um, through the week, and then also in-game adjustments, halftime adjustments, sideline adjustments, those type of things they'll get better at, and we'll start to see more Ws. But as far as confidence, these guys are actually playing well. And at the start of the season, you know, it was that T word. Everybody was talking about how bad they were going to be, including us. It was yeah. like, man, how bad is this going to be? And then to come out, it, you know, it's almost like man and uh, a, a young lady or young a young man who uh, was told that they're not very handsome or beautiful, and you know, go to go get a quick makeover and not a full makeover, but just you know, 
to start wearing better clothes, cleaning up your face a little bit, get the acne off there, stuff like that. It's like, yeah. wait, man, you know, you start looking at him like, okay, yeah, well, all right, yeah, heading in the right direction, you know. So, <laughs> right. Uh, right. That's what kind of what we're doing. We're cleaning up some of those bumps and 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 starting to look a little better, wearing better clothes, and and, and people around the league are starting to say it too. So what happens is now. In the beginning, everybody was talking about how horrible we were going to be. And now, all of a sudden, you start to hear more, well, the Cardinals will actually, you know, go, and the focus now is on teams like uh, Chicago, how much they stink. And, the, you know, nobody's focusing on how bad you are and they're actually talking better about you. The confidence starts to rise a little bit. So now it's about just going out. And here's the thing. It's week to week. You can't go out there and lay an egg this week or next week. And then, you know, so, so you got to stay on course. And I think they're doing that so far. Now, if we're looking at the, the, you know, the offensive output for both teams, the, you know, the overall, the Bengals were four total TDs this season, uh, Cardinals, eight total touchdowns this season. If you look at some of the offensive output again for the, for the Bengals, they've scored three, 24, 16 and three, all, um, and the 16 was in a, in a win, but the other, the other uh, scores were in losses. I mean, what is uh, the Cardinals? I mean, is this an opportunity maybe for an offensive outburst, maybe on the Cardinal side? We know that they can, if it's, if it's in the first half anyway, that maybe they can put up some points. Is that where the opportunity lies for the Cardinals to jump on, to jump on the Bengals? This is a weird one because uh, we've seen that Cincinnati defense they against um who was it against uh and their defense the gives up what three hundred sixty four yards per game twenty three point yeah. five points a game the Cardinals give up twenty four and a half points per game so it's all it's all just right almost it's just yeah. right there in line with with each other. Cincinnati's defense is like two-faced. They, I, I'm, I'm not sure about them. They could come out here and they could light us up or they could lay out, lay down for us. As far as the, you know, the, the Cincinnati offense, they've just been one-faced. They've been very porous. Anytime you're talking about two separate games, not even putting a touchdown on the board in the NFL, oh, that's ugly. So, you know, I'm not sure where this game lies. I'm, I'm, you know, at the beginning of the year, we talked about we wouldn't know what teams were until the first month with Cincinnati. I, because of the injury to Burrow and how poorly they're playing on all fronts, I have no idea what type of team they are, or what we're going to get when they come in here. And, you know, that could be an advantage for the Cardinals. This could be a, a confidence game for them in terms of, you know, they can get after Burrow, especially it, with Burrow being very, you know, limited in his movement, you know where the target is, go get it. So defensively, yeah. we could be in for a big day. The one thing we have if to do If we can just our, go up and in, if we can just kind of just contain him, and I don't mean contain around. him if he's mobile, but just so that that way, if he's trying to step up or just move laterally, that we're right there at guard deck, if you look at that, or you look at uh, Zayvon Collins as well, to be able to try to take advantage of that. Well, how Cincinnati, and I'm just doing this off the observation of what they've done so far, how they're combating that is he's their their passing game is so short right now. Mm-hmm. What I would do is I would, as far as my DBs, man, I would tell them watch this film. Everything is right in front of you. They're 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 not one. It doesn't look like he has the strength to throw the ball deep with that calf. So everything is short and in front. Man, we're gonna have to jump a route or two, maybe with some some uh, double coverage on back. So I'm giving you your, your your corners. If you see that short, you know hitch or whatever it is, go get it. 
go after it. And then, you know, hopefully you have safety help over the top. But I mean, that, that pretty much has been Cincinnati's game because Joe can't, one, he can't sit back there long and he can't escape and he can't get the ball deep. So what they're doing, you know, Jamar Chase, I mean, I think it was against the Rams. They were just dink, dunk, dink, dunk all up and down the field. Hey, take away the dink, dunk and, you know, meaning, meaning go after a couple of those and then, you know, quick pressure. We got to make sure we get, don't let him just sit back there with three step drops and, you know, hit, um, you know, everybody all across the field with, we got to send some pressure, go get him. So this would be an aggressive game plan because we, like I said, we know where the target's going to be. Don't let him sit back there. Let's get after him. Okay. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So let's get into this. Let's get into, uh, let's go with the Bengals first. So how could, how will the Bengals win this game if they do win? Running game and the dink dunk, like that, just like I mentioned, I don't think they have the ability to go over top. And that's one of the things that's uh, frustrating Jamar Chase right now because, you know, he's a deep dude. He likes to get out there and get down the field. And is that where that, so he knows, he, sorry to interrupt, but if he knows what's going on and that his quarterback is not necessarily 100%, but that, that doesn't prevent the frustration with saying, give me the ball anyway, right? That's, and that has, that, that would have to be, perplexing if you're the quarterback you say look man you see you see i'm trying dog you see i can't do what i need to do i want to get you the ball it's in my best interest to get you the ball i just can't right now man well it's not even just get you the ball because he's been getting in the ball but it's all these short five and ten yard routes and stuff like that what and and what happens jay is these these uh, receivers especially are not stupid they're looking around the league and they're watching uh, jefferson and digs and certain guys you know with these deep balls and you know that's where all the glory is those deep ones over the top touchdowns you know exciting plays and meanwhile you're getting these five yard outs and curls and stuff like that because that's all joe can do and you might end up with 10 11 12 balls for 70 yards uh, but you know stefan had one for 70 yards uh, along with all his other stuff so that's where the frustration is. It's not how much you're getting the ball. It's how you're getting okay. the ball. And gotcha. like I said, for the Cardinals, you see that. Make sure you don't let them do that all up and down the field. So, you know, that's that. the game plan for um, Cincinnati will be mixing, a lot of run, um, take the air out the clock, dink dunk down the field, maybe try to get – maybe this is the week they try to get Jamar Chase up the field. I don't know though. If if Burrow can't do it, or if here's the thing about the calf, you might come into the week feeling good. All we gotta do is get after one time. All of a sudden, now the thing tightens up again. Now they go back to that game plan they had a couple weeks ago mm. against the Rams. So that just keep a hold of that. You know, and that's how Cincinnati will win the game if they can do that. Control the ball with Mixon, and if we let them just let, if we let um, Burrow sit back there like a statue, a statue, and hit his five and 10 yard passes all through the game and we don't get after him. That's how they'll win the game. All right. All right. So then let's go the reverse. What about how will the Cardinals win this game? I would imagine we uh, it's, it's controlling the clock as well. Yes. Well, we got to get our run game going at same, you know, same game plan for us. I don't think anything, you know, mix up some stuff. Um, definitely go out there. Can't be predictable. Can't be um, conservative. Go out there. And my my thing for this Cardinals offense, especially, have some fun. Open it up a little bit. I think um, Dobbs is starting to show that he can handle things. Still has been very protective of the ball, which is good. But at the same time, I'd like to. So see you him. seem a little. So you you seem that a little bit too protective. You like to be see him take some chances, take a little bit of a little bit of yeah. risk involved there, and not stupid risk. But at this point, you know, I think he's shown that he's not 
a daredevil. But at the same time, you you have to open it up a little bit. You got to okay. get him to you know stretch to take the top off the offense. Get us some, and we have done it. We did it against Dallas on a run game. We gassed them. I don't know how that happened, but we gassed them. We didn't need a whole bunch from Dobbs last right. week. We saw we got behind, um, and once San Fran took control of the game, it was over. We didn't have enough firepower to come back. And this one, I'd like to see him open it up. You know. Uh, get, let's get, let's let Marquise um get down the field a little bit. Let's stretch the you know stretch things out, and then obviously beat him up with our run game if we can. Uh, and then you know that's how we'll get victory, and obviously oh. slow down um Cincinnati as far as their uh, their offense. I wonder if what we're seeing. I... It makes me think of when I'm out running, right? So if I'm running and I'm trying to train and it's go slower, go slower so that you can go faster later because you're building up your endurance and all that stuff. But I wonder if that is, it's more the philosophy of the coach. We, no mistakes, no mistakes, no mistakes. Let's just make, let's, we can be creative in terms of some of the plays that we have, but no mistakes, no mistakes, no mistakes. Is that something that might be being drilled into the head of Dobbs or is that Dobbs DNA to be less risky? And now we got to push them to take some, some calculated risks. It can be a combination of both because obviously, you know, he, he knows this, these type of opportunities don't come around around often. You know, you're starting quarterback in the NFL. They're drilling him about protecting the ball. So he's doing, he's over protecting the ball or the game plan is just that conservative. Hey, you drop back. You don't see it. Hey, get that outlet right here. Or if the window's not there, don't even throw it down the field, you know, that type of thing. So it can be a combination. I just think at this point though, what is there to lose? I mean, we have definitely uh, Dobbs hasn't embarrassed himself or the organization. Think about this too, Jay. There was actually con- a conversation at the beginning of the year about throwing tune out there. Yeah. You know how awful that would have been. Obviously, we're looking at what Dobbs has done, and it's been very good. It's been very conservative. He's done a pretty good job. If they had thrown tune out there, oh my goodness, you're talking about a total totally different vibe we might have been having because he might have been overwhelmed. He might have been throwing a ball all over the place, just but not, not out of uh, recklessness, but just because he hasn't seen it before. And, you know, he's throwing interceptions. He's doing, you know, different things like that. And it just would have been a totally different vibe to the season. So surprisingly, you know, we got a, a good conservative quarterback back there. I'd like to see them let him, and, you know, even as a reward to him, you know, you've been doing a good job. Hey, let's get you some, some, some balls down the field, get you some, some TDs and some action. You know, let's let that man cook. Like they let Russ cook a few, <laughs> a few years ago. Let's let, let's let, let's start a campaign, Jay. Let's get that. Let's Dobbs cook. Let's let Dobbs cook. <laughs> so it, uh, I want to see maybe 30, 30, 40 rushing yards from Dobbs. And, and 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 ru- like just rushing, just like okay. not because he's scrambling, but design rushes. Maybe thirty, maybe thirty is probably the top on top end on that. And I and I, I know this is going to be a lot, but if we try to control the ball, I would love because Connor loves contact. He loves to be physical. I want to see maybe hundred and thirty yards rushing from Connor. I think he would love to to get the the rock that much to be able to amass some yards like that, especially in the, if the game is rather close. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this this is one of those games, man. We lean on Connor and a little play action, get some stuff over the top. This could be a victory for the Cardinals. This is one of those ones that early in this one, before the season started, we were like, you know, going down the, the list and looking at the schedule like, well, that's a L. But this right now, I'm not sure so how how far I'm leaning toward L for the Cardinals. They've actually been playing better than the, the Bengals. But this is one they can definitely get. 
And that's and therein lies the problem with looking at going at when the schedule comes out and fans love to run to it and oh LLWW. But when you're looking at what the overall makeup of the team is, if the Bengals are playing up to their up to their capabilities, if 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 Burrow was healthy, then I think this would be one of those that you would be able to lean towards an L more uh, definitively because because of what they're capable of. If if he's able, because even with a, a shaky offensive line, if he can just move and be able to be move just enough within that pocket to extend a play here or there, that's where you have that opportunity to be successful and live up to, I guess, your be closer to what your potential is. Yeah, and that's why we play the games, man. Once the season starts, you got to factor in injuries. You got to factor in all type of different things. And how these two teams are playing right now, who would have thought a few weeks ago that this would be one that would would not be an automatic W for Cincinnati? And, you know, we talk about those expectations, too, and, and, and on both ways. We, we talked about how Cincinnati was a team that we thought was going to be you know, uh, AFC conference champion, um, contenders, possible Super Bowl, and the Cardinals are going to be the dredge of the, the league. And here we are, and we're like, wait a minute, the Cardinals are actually not that bad. And Cincinnati looks horrible. So it's amazing how things can switch so quickly. Yeah, the 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 glass is the same is the same level. It's right in the middle, and some say half empty, some say half full. It just depends on yeah. what your perspective is. But so let's get to the pick. How do you see this game playing out? Who you got winning this game? I'll go first. I think it. I see it being a game of. I see it being kind of a. The game. I think it'll be a game that goes quickly because. It's because there'll be a lot of runs. I think there's going to be a lot of rushing attempts in this game. Uh, I think defense, the defense will corral, uh, um, for the Cardinals will corral, uh, Joe Burrow enough. If his calf is, if, if that calf is feeling good, we'll see it in the first quarter because they'll go, they'll go over the top. They'll try to see about getting chased that ball to see it, to, to try to see what, what he can do with it. But I think the Cardinals will come out on top. So instead of Bengals minus three, I say the Cardinals will win by three. And I think it's, it, yeah, I think they'll win by three. I don't think it'll be one of those last second, uh, um, uh, field goal attempts, but they'll have that ball in the fourth quarter and be able to get to have uh, a, a long, uh, drawn out uh, drive that be able to keep that that ball there. So I think that they will end up coming out of this with a two and three record. I am right there with you, man. I was actually sitting there, I was like, "Oh, how can I possibly pick the Cardinals?" And like, "Yes, I can. We, yes, we can, Jay. Yes, we can." Yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking, just like you, I was like trying to come to score in my head. I was like, "Is 24 too much for us to score?" Uh, I'm looking. Uh, this would be one of those, I don't know, 21 17 games, I think. And the Cardinals okay. come out on top. I think we win this one. I really All don't. Right. All right. All right. So um, that is Ed Smith. I am Javon Adams. We do this thing twice a week on Mondays and Thursdays. Tell a friend to tell a friend about what we have going on here. And uh, as always, we are presented by Bet Online, and we'll see if we're right. You know, this way, this time we don't have to eat crow because we actually picked the team. So whatever. <laughs> but uh, so and so, uh, as we always like to say around this time, are you can. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.